You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. I believe that we're going to see mighty things this year. So this morning, I want to share with you briefly on what I title the diet for great faith. So there's what you eat. You are what you eat. Not only naturally, but also spiritually. There is what you eat that will make you develop great faith. Okay? There's what you eat. We have declared this year our year of heavenly diet. Am I correct? Those of you that were here for the crossover, yes. Our year of heavenly diet. So what is this diet supposed to produce? Great faith is one of the things. Right? Serious, serious, serious spiritual stamina. Hmm? He says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. If you eat heavenly diet, you cannot have little strength. You cannot but have great strength. And your faith will be strong. Strong. So turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, make sure you don't eat spiritual junk. If you you don't want your energy levels to go down, you better watch what you eat. Watch what you eat. Just like in the natural, there is junk that affects your energy levels. Spiritually, there is junk. That affects your energy levels. So many of us don't have the energy to do the will of God. Because we've eaten too much junk. We've eaten too much junk. So it has affected your ability. Your vitality is gone. And then you just wake up and you're just too tired. Too tired to obey God. Too tired to do what is good for you. Too tired to even, to even keep watch over your soul. Too tired. Hmm? He says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life, but you are too tired to keep your heart. So anything that passes finds residence in you. Hmm? All the gossip in town is very comfortable with you because you don't have the energy to even say no to that person. Come on. Yeah, so you, you know you shouldn't participate in that, but you just don't have what it takes to say no. Just want to be nice. Come on. Yeah, you've been feeding on something that has affected you. It's affected you. Huh? Some people, the kind of their spiritual diet makes them uncomfortable in this kind of environment. 
uncomfortable. Why? Because they, they cannot endure sound doctrine. They cannot endure sound doctrine. Why? Because they've been eating junk. But this year, you will be fed from above. Amen. Hallelujah. You'll be fed from above. And what you're going to feed on is going to impact you. Amen. So diet, we said it's an acronym. D stands for what? Divine. So what you're going to eat will be divine. It's not from the earth, but from above. The bread from heaven. The earthly bread will only keep you on earth. It will keep you on the earth's level. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you are going to operate in the heavenly dimension, you cannot do that with earthly food. You need heavenly diet. You need heavenly diet to operate in the heavenly realms. I remember years ago, years ago, I was, there was a period of time I was like, I was like every day, I would spend like most of the day just reading the Bible. Just like, just reading, 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 reading. Just reading. From morning after breakfast, I'll, eat, I'll read, 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 read. I'll forget lunch sometimes. I'm just reading, reading. Till night time. For a period of time, a protracted period. Months. Then you know what I noticed? I became so spiritually sensitive. I, I mean, I was just doing it for, you know, I just wanted to know the word. It wasn't because... I had a goal to maybe for any other thing. I just didn't want to be ignorant. So I was reading, reading. And I became so spiritually aware that I could tell when angels came into my room and when they moved out. I mean, I wasn't seeing, but my sense of perception was so heightened so heightened. Why? It was my diet. My diet was affecting my perception. It was then I realized that the Bible is, is a spiritual book. Now this was like many years ago. My early 20s. Just reading, just reading. Just read, 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 read. I forgot about, I wasn't doing anything else. Just reading. <laughs> so, in case you don't know, when you don't read your Bible, you're just robbing yourself. You're not doing anyone a favor when you read your Bible. Now, you can read all the newspaper, read... Today is Sunday. Sunday times you go sit down, read from cover to cover. It doesn't add anything to your spiritual senses. 
Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't read newspaper. You can read all those things. But you, 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 you need to have a sense of priorities. Are you getting my point? Because the word of God comes from above. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. What does it say? It says, Now faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. So if your faith is going to be great, you have to hear God. But how are you going to hear God? You just wake up in the morning and say, God, okay, I'm just imagining God speaking now. God is speaking. Mm. No, 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 no. Stop that. You hear by reading. Glory to God. So one of the ways you eat from above is by reading and hearing. Okay. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as you take time, as you start reading the word of God, it's not, you read it until you start hearing it. Okay? So some, some, a lot of times we don't read it enough to start hearing. So we only read it to feed our intellect. But the time you start hearing, that's when faith starts coming. And you notice there, it doesn't say faith comes by having heard. Yeah. They say, oh, well, you know, I, I, I know John 3.16, so you just, you just skip it. Come on. How many people have done that? You're reading your Bible, you just, ah, I know this place, I just, you just keep it. No, you, you, you've missed the diet from that place. You've missed it. So, you're, you're, you have been deceived into thinking that because you know it, you've eaten from it. But you haven't. You haven't. So, read it. That's why we're doing the Bible again. Come on. It's not too late to join Amen. in the Bible reading. Give yourselves a hand. You finished the Bible last year. Genesis to Revelation. Okay. So if you're on WhatsApp, they'll send you the link as well. So you see, if you don't give us your WhatsApp number, you're missing out. If you're not in a tribe, you won't be on a WhatsApp group. If you are not in a connect group, you won't be in a WhatsApp group. You see? So you have to be part of it. If you're just a Sunday, Sunday, you sneak in, you sneak out, sneak in, sneak out. You are missing out on some sumptuous diet. Glory. So faith comes as you're reading your Bible. You're reading, reading. I'm enjoying it. My goodness. Already I'm enjoying it. Because this plan of... This year is different from that of last year. You notice that? Yeah. It's on purpose. So you don't say, oh, well, I've done this before. No, no, no. You haven't done it like this. <laughs> so do it. And at some point in the year, I'm going to choose certain books that I'll just un un uncover for you. Amen. Just take you through. To break it down. Break it down further.
Why? You need heavenly diet. Okay? Yes. And one of the things I have noticed in my life is that the more I feed upon the word of God, the easier it is for me to trust God. The easier it is for me to, to fight certain challenges, even temptations. David said, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So it's what you eat that gives you the capacity to resist temptation. So if, if, if temptation is overpowering you, it's what you have been eating. It's what you've been eating. So you need to change your diet. Or some people, they are eating, but they are not eating enough. Imagine you wake up in the morning. You, 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 I mean, think of it. You have a child. And it's, it's mealtime. The child just takes three spoons and the child doesn't eat again. Is it going to be strong? He's eating, but he has not eaten. He has just tasted the food. And some Christians, that is what is happening. They are just tasting the food. But they are not really eating. In fact, some, they only have a snack every Sunday. They just come for energy bar. Huh? They just have energy bar on Sunday morning, you know, then till next Sunday. They don't open their Bibles. They don't even listen to the word. We put, we've put the word everywhere. Podcasts, every, you, you, there's no excuse. It's there 24-7. You can access it. Hmm? If you don't listen to it, if you don't feed upon it, how are you going to be strong? How are you going to know God? Why won't you be confused when people talk? Somebody comes and says certain things. You just be confused. Oh, wow. You know, yeah, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. It makes sense because you have not eaten. So you think that that is a meal. It's not a meal. It's not a proper meal. Glory to God. So... D stands for divine. And I stands for what? Intimacy. Yes. Intimacy with God. God wants you to be intimate with him. This is a time. This is a time to draw closer to God. Draw closer to God. Cultivate a lifestyle. Cultivate a lifestyle. Now, I'm not talking about New Year's resolution. Okay, if you want to call it that, that's fine. But just do it. Hmm? Make time to read your Bible. Make time to pray. Make time to worship God. Make time to fellowship. Come on. Make time to evangelize. Make time to make disciples. Come on. It's all part of it. So, but it starts from the place of intimacy. Because when you spend time with him and you go out, you are able to impact lives. There's no way you will spend time with him and not have something with which to impact another life. Now, you can't spend time with everybody and zero time with God and come with the power of God. 
to impact lives. That's the problem. That's the problem today. So we are busy, busy, busy doing all kinds of things, but no time for God. Oh, well, pastor, this is how things, you know, things are, things are rough here, you know. Listen to me. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's okay to be busy, but don't be so busy that you put God out of your life. Okay? You need to be intimate. You need to know him. Paul says that I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his sufferings. Glory to God. You want to know him. So intimacy is... It's another way of saying to know. Because the Bible says Adam knew his wife and she conceived. So knowing God is not a product of, it's not a mental exercise. Okay? It's not a mental exercise. Knowing God is a relationship. It's a matter of relationship. So you cannot be intimate with him if you don't spend time with him. You cannot be intimate with him if you don't have time for prayer. Oh, well, you know, uh, let the intercessors do the praying. Uh, listen, there's a place others can do for you, but nobody can be intimate for you. Listen, I can pray for you, but I cannot be intimate for you. And nobody can. Amen? Don't allow anything to rob you of the opportunity to develop intimacy with God, to know God more. Don't allow your love for other things to choke your time with Him. He has a right to come to you to say, I want you today for myself. Sometimes when you take time off work, why can't you just take time off and say, just God, you and I? Instead of just taking off and just walking all over the place, you know. <laughs> yeah, just, just use that. Use every opportunity to get closer to him. Every opportunity. Those of you who, who don't have jobs and you are trusting God for jobs, my goodness, this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity. As we'll be fasting and praying, you can come. This place is going to be open. Just come pray all day. If you like. You know, years ago in Nigeria when we used to... Um, we started something we call Operation Push. Prayer until something happens. So we'd call all the unemployed people to come every morning to the church office to pray. Just come, pray for the church, pray for the members, just intercede. You know what happened? Those guys, I can't remember how many they were. There were quite a lot of them. 
Every morning they're there praying. We say to them, get dressed as if you're going to work. All right? Get dressed as, as if you're going to work and come and pray. And then at the end, go back home. Just keep praying. Do you know what? The group started shrinking, 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 shrinking. Guess what was happening? People were getting jobs. They were getting jobs until everybody. And I left, I was left alone. <laughs> but it wasn't a bad thing in a sense that they all... So the devil that has been resisting your work will not want to encourage you to pray. Do you get my point? So, because you have converted that to something that impacts his kingdom negatively, he says, please, please, please. It's better release that job now. Because this damage is too much. You see, that is seeking the kingdom first. That is seeking the kingdom first. So, each time we have done that, I'm telling you, that has been our experience. Amen. So how many people don't have jobs? <laughs> huh? You want a job, but you don't have. Okay? Just, just two people. Oh, all right, no problem. Just apply what I say to you, and I'm telling you, before you know it, the doors will fly open. I remember one of, one, one of the brothers who used to come to pray. This brother, he, uh, he studied uh, electrical engineering and electronics. And so we'll come and pray and pray and pray. And during the prayers, God spoke to him. You know what the Lord told him to do? To start a business. You said you know. <laughs> so, and you would think that the Lord will tell him to go and start an engineering firm. But God didn't. You know what the Lord told him? <laughs> the Lord told him to start a pest control business. Come on. There are too many pests around. Glory to God. So this guy goes and he starts this. But it's like, where am I going to, how am I going? He started doing research and all of that. And uh, then he met somebody who now gave him some, you know, ideas. And then told him where to get this and that. And he started going around offices and giving them his card. Just saying, look, you know, um, this is what I do. And he got a contract. And then this contract started coming. And before you know it, do you know what? This guy got a contract to do pest control on a ship. Ship, ship. Huh? In the port. So this guy, you think that, uh, you know, just pest control, you're running around chasing rats uh, in people's houses. That was where he started, but he ended up in the port. And then, you know, he started getting 
contracts in the airport. Come on. But where did it start from? From the place of prayer. From the place of prayer. Never forget, I went to visit one time. Pastor, oh, come on, see, God has been so good to me. And I have three companies. He was showing me his brand new BMW and all of that. I said, this guy that used to trek all over the place. (laughs) Amen. But when you take the work of God serious and you take the things of God serious, he put his time. In case you don't know, prayer is labor. Some Christians believe that prayer is laziness. They have been deceived. Yeah. Go read Colossians chapter 4. I think it's verse 16 or verse 14. There about where it says, Epaphras, your fellow servant. Always laboring for you in prayer. Yes, where is that scripture? My Lord and my God. So, prayer, tell someone prayer is labor. Prayer is work. It's just like you shouldn't pray. I mean, if you pray when you ought to and you work when you ought to. All right? But prayer is work. Prayer is work. Let me open that scripture. Jesus. Colossians chapter 4. Look at verse 12. It says, Epaphras, who is one of you, a born servant of Christ, greets you always laboring. How? Fervently for you in prayers. That you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. So, always laboring. He was a prayer warrior. When you're praying, you are doing work. So, when I say dress up and come and pray, you are working. But you are working for who? For the kingdom of God. You are working for God. Huh? And you're going to get your wages. You're going to get your wages. When you start applying that kind of mindset to the things of God, God is going to start paying you. Get ready for some massive rewards this year. So instead of just sitting down there complaining, oh, I've given all my my application, I've sent my CV everywhere, nothing is coming. Come on. Just pray. I say, okay, fine. Is there anything that you need? Ask, collect prayer points from everybody you know. Hello, guys. All that, your list, all those groups that you are part of. Tell them, listen. If you have any need for prayer, send it to me. And begin to pray. Begin to pray for them. You wake up. Normal time for work is, well, maybe nine o'clock. 8 o'clock, I don't know, depending. Just wake up. Don't sleep till 12 o'clock. Because, oh, I don't have a job. so No, 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 no. Wake up 
shower, huh? tidy yourself up, and then pray. Say, Lord, we're working today. Glory to God. The kingdom of God will advance today. So my situation will be used for the advancement of God's kingdom. Then you start doing that. You do that. Every day you start doing that. I guarantee you, it won't be long. If you are going to miss those times, because the way the the way your your work is going to come, it's like I need to now. You now have to struggle to make time to pray. So this year, no complaint, no murmuring, no grumbling. Okay? Doesn't matter how things are. Don't. Don't. Kings don't complain. You're a king. Live according to your identity. Hallelujah. So, use that time to develop intimacy with God. Use that time to read your Bible, to pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for people. Pray for the church. Pray for me. Pray for my family. Pray, pray, pray for your brothers. Pray for your sisters. Just pray for your leaders. Use that time to pray. Amen. And as you keep doing that, you start getting intimate with God. And intimacy always leads to conception. So as you're praying like that, it's like that brother that I told you about. It was in the place of, the pr- of prayer that he conceived that idea. You get my point? Amen. So the place of intimacy is the place of conception. Amen. Instead of looking for ideas all over the place, everybody, okay, what is a good this to do? What is, listen, not everything is for you. Not everything is for you, but there is what is uniquely yours. And it's in the place of intimacy. That God will give it to you. Then E is extraordinary elevation and extraordinary exploits. So this is your year to be elevated. Hallelujah. Because it's what you eat that will enable you to do exploits. It's what you eat. Daniel 11.32 says, They that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Hallelujah. So how do you know God if you don't feed upon his word? How do you know God if you are not intimate with him? You see? So your diet has to do with having the word, feeding them the word, and spending time with God. Spending time with God is part of your diet. And that's what leads to great faith. It's great faith that you use to do great exploits. You can't do great exploits with weak faith. You can't do great exploits with no faith. No, 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 no. If you're going to do great exploits, you need great faith. Glory to God. So they that know their God 
You need to know God. This year is a time to, is a year to know God. To know him more. Not just know him intellectually. No, to know God means to experience him. To be intimate with him. It's, 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 it's an experience. You need to know him face to face. You need to know him face to face. This is your year to see Jesus face to face. This is your year to see the Father face to face. Glory to God. Press in for that. There's nobody that has met him that has remained the same. This is your year. Hallelujah. And then T, total transition and transformation. Transformational transition and total turnaround. Hallelujah. Transformational transition. So you are going to transition from where you are Amen. to where you ought to be. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And it's not going to be partial. It will be total. Amen. Glory to God. And things are going to turn around. There's no way you can feed from heaven. There's no way you can eat heavenly diet and not change. It's not possible. It's not possible. So, where are the people with great faith? Yeah, glory to God. You will do great exploits. Exceptional exploits. By virtue of what you are eating. You know, that's why here we don't just feed you with stories and, you know, entertainment. No, 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 no. If you want entertainment, you get it. There are good places where you can get good entertainment. Better entertainment. We can't even come close. Even if we tried. Huh? And you go pay for it. Go to Monte, watch a movie, or, you know, whatever it is entertains you. You could listen to comedy, whatever. But when you come here, it's about feeding your spirit. It's about the word of the living God. Word of life. He says, receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul. It says in 1 Peter 2, 2, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You need to desire the milk of the word. Say, oh, well, I'm an adult now. I don't do milk. I only do meat, strong meat. God bless you. Strong meat is good. But you know, I realize, you know, although somebody told me to stop taking milk, my God. <laughs> yeah? One doctor like that, just, he told me to stop taking milk. Ish. There are people like that. But even as an adult, 
How many people take milk in their, sh uh, the, the, in their tea? You put milk in your You take cereal as well? But, but you're an adult. What are you doing with milk? Huh? What are you doing with milk? Why, 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 why can't you just wake up in the morning and eat your steak? And I know there are some people that wake up in the morning and they have steak for breakfast. The Lord is their strength. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when it says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, does it mean that when you are grown up spiritually, you don't take milk anymore? No, you take milk, but it doesn't, it, your primary diet is not milk. But you take milk. You get my point. A babe, the primary diet of a baby is milk. But an adult is just occasionally. So, don't have that mentality that, oh, well, I'm grown up now. I don't do milk anymore. Like one time, we had a conference. Pastor Sam came and he taught some serious stuff. You know, some brought out some serious revelation. And some, some people now said, I'm done with milk. No more milk. I say, hello. It doesn't work like that. You eat strong meat and then you drink milk. It will digest. <laughs> That's right. So, from time to time, you need milk. Sometimes you need to go back to those basic things. The ABCs of the faith, you still need to go back to them. Your foundation needs to be strong. There are times you need to reinforce your foundations. You get my point. Because if not, somebody will come and preach one message. And tell you you don't need repentance anymore. Huh? Tell you that because you have, you, you, you have received Jesus, no more repentance. Meanwhile, when you go to Hebrews chapter 6, it's one of the ABCs of the faith. The foundational doctrines of Christ. Those are the milk. You still need it. It's like saying you build a house now. Now you know we, we're not we're not interested in foundation anymore. Now we just want the roof and all the. Come on, the house is going to collapse. So you still need milk. You still need the basics. You still need the foundational things. Come on. Yeah. Never get to a point. That's where spiritual pride comes in. When people start thinking they are too big. To feed on certain scriptures. The enemy will get you. He'll get you. Before you know it, you'll be deceived. And you become hyper-spiritual. And you start receiving some strange revelations. Some revelations I've heard from people. My goodness, I'm not sure what Bible it came from. Maybe, maybe from the book of... I don't want to promote any book. You know? Yeah. Ready from somewhere. Hmm? It's like the person that comes to me and says, You know, even the Bible says, Heaven helps those who help themselves. I said, Really? Yes. I said, Okay, show me the chapter and verse. 
I don't know, but it's there somewhere. It's there somewhere. It's not there. It's not there. Maybe it's in the book of Hezekiah, but it's not in my Bible. How many people have read the book of Hezekiah? Huh? Chapter 12, verse 3. <laughs> You've read the Bible, so you know there's no such book. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, what am I saying? You need to feed upon what is going to make your faith strong, great. Your faith must be effective this year. You must do some exploits this year. You must change lives this year. You must touch lives this year. You must, you must punish hell this year. Hallelujah. But it depends on what you eat. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Time is gone. Father, we thank you. We bless you this morning. Thank you for your word, which is spirit and is life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Help us, oh Father, to feed upon your word. As you read your Bible, continue to pray and say, Holy Spirit, feed me. Feed me. Feed my spirit. Don't just read for information. Read for nourishment. Read for strength. Read for energy. Read for faith. Come on. Yes. Read for power. Read for exploits. Thank you, Lord. Ask the Lord to give you a hunger for his word like never before. A hunger for intimacy like never before. Ask him to feed you. To stir you up. To stir a hunger in you. Let him purge you of every junk. Every spiritual junk you have eaten that has sapped your spiritual energy. Ask him right now. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Mighty God, do a work in us. Give us an insatiable desire. A hunger that cannot be quenched. Fill our cups. Right now. Thank you for what we have received in the spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Jesus. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. 
For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.